our first reading today from Kings and our gospel parallel one another, both about being fed. We are truly fed, aren't we? As a body of Christ, God feeds his, feeds his children with the body of Christ. As we gather together this evening and really recognize who we are as children of God, and the great blessing he's bestowed upon us and allowing us to be his children, what a grace and blessing that is not only for our, ourselves, but for the world. Because we are that sign, that precious gift that we can offer our brothers and sisters in faith, in trust, in love. When we gather together and we celebrate this wonderful Eucharist, this gift of thanksgiving from this wonderful altar, the Lord feeds us. Do we really recognize what we're saying when we say the Lord feeds us? When we listen to the gospel today and the disciples are there, there's no way. He's not going to feed all these people with these five loaves of bread and just a couple of fish. It's impossible. And we don't have the money to go and buy any more food. It would take half a year's wages. They still hadn't learned anything, had they? The Lord was able to feed, just as he did in the Old Testament, now the new prophet, the greatest prophet of all. I will feed them. To have that much trust. He has all the men sit down on the grass. There were more than 5,000 men, plus all the other, their families, were all gathered together. And yet he was able to feed all of them. And there was left over. As the Lord feeds us, not only in the Eucharist that we receive tonight, but every aspect of our lives. He gives us everything that we need. He never backs down on his promise. We're the ones that back down. We're the ones that say, you can't do that. You don't have the power to be able to change me. I'm who I am. Which takes us back to Adam and Eve. We want to be on our own. We want to be able to have the wisdom. Fine, try it. Which they did. Saw what that led to. The first killing. When one son would kill the other. They could have had an eternity with God. But they chose to separate themselves from God. We're given that same gift. And it is truly a gift. We can either accept God in our, to our lives or we can turn away from him. It's our choice. God gives us that freedom. We're not puppets that he controls. He has cut the strings. How well do we accept that responsibility? How well do we respect the power that he has given us to be at union with him? To live the life that he has chosen us to live, but in freedom. We always can walk away, but he's always there to say, come back. I still love you. I'm never going to give up on you. Are we willing to accept that gift? This incredible gift that we receive from this altar. 
Christ's own body and blood. Beyond all imagining that God was willing to send us his son to give us this gift, the gift of eternal life. Do we respect that gift? It's like preaching to the choir. Of course you accept it. You're here. But there are so many out there that have walked away. But then it becomes our responsibility, each and every one of us, to say to our brother and sister that's walked away, come back. God loves you and he wants you to be back and celebrating with him. Giving thanks for what you've received this past week and asking his blessing for the week to come. He'll be there. But we have to show respect, too, for the dignity and the grace that he has to offer us. May we be open to that grace. May bless each and every one of us in that journey of faith to be able to accept his love and to use that love to bring his love to our brothers and sisters.